another episode of the Fly and the Wall Show. Man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. And I got a special guest. This is about to be an amazing conversation. I got the legendary power move maker and shaker. This is about to be an amazing conversation, man. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall. But truly, I'm not small. I'm the flyest of all. And this a meeting ground for the blessing profound. The hottest talk show around. You better turn up your sound. Because if you want to be great, you got to learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid their mistakes. If you got what it takes, just give me a call. I'm here to hear it all. It's the Fly on the Wall show. Hey, what's up, man? I'm so sorry. I know. Hold on, bro. Give me one second. Okay. I got my mic in, but I can't hear you. Give me okay. one second. Let me let me take this up. All right. You can hear me, bro? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you, man. I can hear All you. Right. Perfect. I'm so sorry, man. I apologize. Jumping on a little late. It's all uh, good, man. Life. Uh, so I apologize, man. I'm sorry. Nah, I definitely understand, man. I definitely understand how that go, man. I hope you had a good day today. You know what, man? I'm. I had a good day. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, I, God gave me broad shoulders for a reason. Absolutely. And uh, you know, so you know, today was a good day. I'm not gonna complain. Absolutely. I hope you had a good day. Man, I had a blessed day, man. I can't complain, man. I can't complain even if I wanted to, man. Good. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. Absolutely, man. And so, Josh, man, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in with me, man. This is the Fly on the Wall show. Your episode 57. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, Congratulations. Crazy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, man. So, Josh, you're the vice mayor of Coral Springs. That's amazing. Yes, you're a father. Yes, sir. That's amazing as well, man. And so, man, for the it's been a long time. I haven't talked to you in a minute, bro. It's been been quite a lot. A lot of things have changed. A lot of things have changed, man. And for the people who don't who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little about yourself, please, sir? All right. Yeah. Uh, my name is Joshua Simmons. I am the vice mayor of Coral Springs. I had the uh, honor of being the first black uh, elected Ooh. official in Coral Springs. Uh, and you know, uh, and we've been working. We've been working hard for the last. Uh, four years. Well, kind of going into the fourth year. I can't believe it's been, you know, it's been that long. Uh, I am a former educator. I am a former mental health therapist. Like I, I have kind of all of the people life experiences. So, uh, you know, for me, I believe that government should be in the business of improving lives. Uh, and that's why I decided to run for office. So uh, that's the quick and dirty. I am a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, that has uh, helped mold me into the man I am today, uh, and uh, all of my brothers along the way. I got you. I got you. Phone wanted to do a random software update right now, but that's okay. Uh, you know, uh, that's just that's you got block. Yeah, block that right. You got block all the negativity. Uh, you know, but I, I try to bring um, a, a realistic approach to elected office. I don't believe in putting elected officials on on pedestals i mean yes they're doing a job they're serving and things like that but they're human beings just like uh you are and my, my myself and so sometimes we we get carried away and treat them a little more you know yeah. than they should be i mean obviously if you're the president then that's heavy but yeah <laughs> you know, for the most part i like to think i'm i'm just a normal guy so i try to bring humor i try to show all the different sides of me to this um, I try to talk to everybody, regardless if I agree with them politically. Because um, at the end of the day, I just want to make sure that we're working to improve lives. So, 
Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction of who you are. If anybody didn't know Mr. Simmons, they definitely know who you are now. And so, <laughs> Josh, man, let's talk a little bit about, you know, younger Josh. Like, where are you from, man? Uh, so, uh, born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. I moved to Virginia Beach in 2002 um, and went through high school in Virginia Beach. Freshman year of college, I was at a school called Lawrence University in Wisconsin uh, because I was playing football. And so that's where I had an opportunity to continue to play after high school. And so I went up there and then I transferred to Florida Atlantic University uh, in 2007. And I've been in Florida ever since. Um, I got to tell you, I love Florida Atlantic University. Can no one tell me anything about Florida Atlantic University? Um, I got to know so many people. It, it helped uh, shape my entire life, um, you know, coming out of that school. And so I am forever indebted to uh, the Florida Atlantic University, hey. home of the Isles. Go Owls. Go Owls. Um, hey. Yeah, so <laughs> I've traveled. I did not know you were from Missouri, and then you lived in Virginia, you said, and then Wisconsin? Yeah. yeah. So, like, like, what was it like growing up, like being, you know, being in Missouri and then Virginia and then Wisconsin? Like, how did that impact you as a young as a young black man? Well, it's interesting because, um, you know, I left St. Louis when I was 13, 14. Okay. Uh, and so I was pretty not, not you know, I, I moved through most of, you know, uh, primary education and was in middle school, uh, finishing up middle school, and actually started my freshman year of high school in St. Louis, uh, and then and then left. Uh, so um, you know, for me, and then going and then going through high school, all of high school, mind you, when I say started high school, I'm talking about two months in, and I was in Virginia. Uh, so you know, all of that, all my friends, all the things I had, all those years were gone. Um, so. You know, I have to start over. And, you know, that's when you really learn to kind of be comfortable with who you are and what you like, what you don't like. And, uh, you know, and just go out and, and be yourself and meet new people and, and throw yourself into things to meet, you know, friends. And, um, you know, I played football. I was a part of the drama club. I ran track. Uh, drama club. Yeah, man. I like I, I like to act a little bit, you know. Um, uh, I, I, um, I work. Full, like like almost full time the whole time I was in high school um, because um, I just liked working. So I worked at the mall. I worked all over Virginia Beach. Uh, and, you know, for me, I just I, I had an opportunity to really learn about myself because uh, my mother's in the military. She's in the Navy. And so she was gone quite a bit uh, while I was in high school. And so I really had to learn to fend for myself and take care of my sister and my uh, grandmother and just still still graduate, still perform in football, still perform at work. Uh, so and, question, Josh. Like, what was that like, having to, like, kind of, like, fend for yourself as well as your loved ones at such a young age? Like, what was that experience like for you? Um, you know what? I don't, I don't know. It was just one of those things where it was like, this is what I need to do for my family. Yeah. And I didn't really second-guess it. I didn't think anything different that was uh that's what i had to do manika uh, shout out to manika <laughs> lids absolutely lids yeah um but uh yeah it just it's what i had to do for my family you know in the back black family that's what we do we that's what we, we do in, we do what we got to do and 
you know, we, we sacrifice to make sure our family is, is straight, you know? So Absolutely. Was, was mental health something you thought about back then or you didn't focus on that until later on? Um, that didn't really come about until actually until I got to Florida, uh, which is funny, right? Florida, mental. uh, you know, Florida, I love Florida. It's such an interesting place. Um, you meet so many, many people from different backgrounds. Uh, but you know, for me, I'm, I've always been fascinated by how people think, why they think the things they think. I, you know, their life experiences, certain things that may have happened or didn't happen, negative experiences, positive experiences that shape how people, you know, uh, shape their outlooks on the world. And so I was always fascinated by that. Uh, and I wanted to dive into a field that allowed me to explore those things uh, and help people through difficult times. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, politics, right? Was that something that you always wanted to do? Politics? Um, again, it wasn't, I didn't know anyone that was in politics. I'd never been around it. It didn't happen until I got into my senior year or my last year at FAU. Right. Uh, and I had an internship at a law firm, a boutique law firm in Miami. Uh, and one of the partners was on the National Finance Committee for President Barack Obama. And so I got to actually see President Obama multiple times during my internship uh, there. I got to go to a bunch of events and stuff and um, just kind of see all of that. And I kind of got, you know, bit by the bug. But, you know, I, um, I wound up going to law school. Uh, I did not finish uh, because I was taking care of my younger sister and I just couldn't uh, keep up with, I couldn't keep up with taking care of her and being in law school um and you know responsibility again yeah but you know i think it's also one of those situations where god was telling me that this that just wasn't where i was supposed to be um and so you know fast forward working some jobs things like that uh i didn't like where i was i didn't like i I didn't like that I, i felt like i wasn't contributing to the world i felt like i wasn't giving anything back i just felt like i was just working that was it uh and there's nothing wrong with that People, there are people that love their jobs. They love to work, um, you know, and, and I am appreciative of folks like that because everybody has a role to play. I just know for me that just it just wasn't right for me. Uh, and so I had a conversation with God and I was just like, I don't know what's wrong. I don't feel good. I'm not, you know, what what's happening? And and God spoke back. It was like, you're not using your gifts. And so mm. uh, I reached out to uh, Bobby Henry, who was my frat brother. Uh, he owns the West Side Gazette, which is the oldest uh, black-owned newspaper in Broward County, uh, one of the oldest in Florida, uh, black-owned newspapers. Uh, and he reached out to a bunch of people. I don't know who he reached out to, but then I started getting responses. And then I got hooked up with this campaign, uh, which became a historic campaign. Florence Taylor Barner in Broward County, she became the first um, elected Haitian-American judge in Broward County um, without being appointed first. Uh, one of the first, uh, one of the few black women to be on the uh, bench in Broward. Uh, and so, you know, going through that and she kind of let me loose. She was just like, go here, go there, go do this. And I had to speak for her in front of folks. I had to knock on doors. I had to make calls. I did all these things. And I was like, this is where I want to be. And uh, I'll wrap it up a little bit and say what really hit it home for me was in 2016, um, after only being around for about five months and I, and I built a political organization that was uh, geared towards young black professionals to try to get them involved in the political uh, arena and give them access to it. 
Uh, I got a phone call saying, you know, how would you like to introduce Secretary Hil Hillary Clinton? Um, she's going to be in Coral Springs and she's having a, pres a presidential campaign event. And we would love to, for you to bring her on stage. And I said, uh, absolutely. <laughs> what do I need to do? Uh, and uh, and so, you know, we did the speech and everything. I had to learn my speech in about two hours because um, that's when I got it back. I didn't sleep a wink that night. I barely even told anyone because I was like, if I tell someone, it's going to disappear. I yeah. if I, I was like, this is not real. If I, you know, and I get up on that stage. There are cameras from all over the country. I'm literally seeing just lights, red lights and the white lights from the cameras. Uh, and being up there and seeing all those people, their hopes, their dreams, what they wanted, what they were giving their energy to, I was like, I want to be a part of this. And that was that was it for me. Wow, that's amazing, man. And now you're the vice mayor of Coral Springs. Yeah. The first you said the first black official elected in Coral Springs. Yeah. That is an honor, man. What has that experience been like? And what has it taught you about yourself as well as the world itself? Um, what has it been like? I'll tell you what, uh, this will probably be a different conversation had it not been for COVID. That happened in the middle of it. But, you know, it's so funny. Before that, man, I was having a great time. You know, everything was great. The sun was shining. Yeah. You know, the dogs were barking, birds was chirping, all that stuff. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was, um, you know what, it was a really good thing because I got to learn so much about local government. Uh, and truly, local government is the place, it, I call it the lab of democracy. Uh, and someone else coined that a long time ago, but local governments are what I, I truly believe, labs of democracy, where we get to experiment, where we know people, you know, we know people the closest, you know, you don't know your congressperson, they may not know you, um, you know, you don't know your senators, maybe they don't know you, I, you know, I'm over here posting pictures with Congress people and senators and stuff like that, but I know I'm one of the few, and that doesn't happen often. Um, and so at the level that I'm at, as a uh, as as a local elected official, I get to touch people easier and quicker, and get to be out there and be at the the little league games and the tackle football games, and eat at the restaurants with the people that I know that voted for me, and talk to them and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, I, I learned that there are so many different ways to make a difference, um, and 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 there's no one way to do it. It's everybody together. I know sometimes people get really territorial over things they're doing and they feel like it's just them that's doing it but really everyone has a role to play uh in improving people's lives and so uh for me being the first black elected i, I tell you what i'm not really sure what was going to be waiting for me i never i didn't have any apprehension i dove right in because you couldn't tell me this is not where i was supposed to be i god wanted me to be here and so if god wanted me to be here that was me there was no second guessing it there was no looking back there was no apprehension it was dive full in uh, and learn and do and work. Absolutely, man. And I see that you talk about God a lot, man. I could tell that you have a strong faith, man. And so just being a, a politician, just being a man in general, right, a black man, how important is it to have faith in what it is that you're doing? I think I think black people need to bet on themselves a little bit more, and that and that requires a, the faith of a mustard seed, right? Yeah. Uh, we got to bet on ourselves, man. We got to we got to say that we can do it. We got to say that we will do it. We got to say that you know if no one else believes in us. We believe in ourselves, uh, and my faith is what is what pushes me. Is what keeps me focused. Is what you know. Um, you know, when I'm having those tough times is what keeps me going. Because sometimes it gets rough out here, man. You got people, they'll talk about you like a dog on the, on the internet and say all kinds of stuff, man. I, I, uh, you know, and they'll beat you up. 
Uh, and, I, and I may not be like one of these crazy famous celebrities that have 100 million saying something, but if 50 people saying something, you know, that's, that's it's a lot to build it. Yeah. So, you know, some days it gets a little rough, but I, I just always remind myself that I'm here for a reason. I'm here. I have a purpose to serve. Uh, and I'm not going to let anyone take that away from me. Absolutely, man. That's amazing, man. And so, you know, we put this big emphasis on like the the presidential, you know, electoral, you know, running for president and the voting for who's going to be what president, man. And we don't really put enough focus on local government. I can, I'm, I'm guilty of that, right? I don't even think I've ever, I shouldn't be saying this, but you know. No, it's, but it's okay. You know what though? It's you know, okay because you're not the only one. You're not the only one. It's okay. You know, <laughs> so like how important is it to really pay attention to who you, who is running for your local office and local government? So I'll say this too. Like the fact that the reason why there's so much focus on the president is because in school, that's what you're taught, right? We're taught right. how important the presidency is. And it's a very important position. Um, there are a lot of things the president can do and move and change. However, I mean, also I'll say is that they also spend millions of dollars to get us to vote for them. So, of course, they're like right here in our face. If I had millions of dollars to promote to you all day, you know my face too. Absolutely. Right? But, um, you know, stuff at the federal level takes a little bit, a little bit to hit us. Um, it's just that the news reports on it. It makes it look more immediate and more impactful. The only time something is immediate is through the Supreme Court or an executive order. Other than that, anything legislative wise, it takes a little bit to get to us. Now, I'll tell you um, what people really are saying is how, how how quickly the federal government can move, because if you notice, all those checks came out quick. Right. The the infrastructure bill going to hit quick. Everything. Quick. <laughs> quick. Usually it doesn't hit that quick. Right. Um, and that's just a sign of the times. But for the local level, you want to make sure you know who those folks are, because they can make decisions that change your life the next day. Right. They literally can change, make decisions to change your life the next day. They can move a stop sign. They can move a street light. They can. Your trash could not get picked up. And trust me, if that don't seem a problem to you, like just let your trash pile up in the house for a week and see what happens. Right. <laughs> Um, right. I mean, there's so much we can do. Right. We we make sure there's things for you to go to in the neighborhood. Right. Restaurants that come into the city, uh, you, how the streets are running. You know, if there are potholes everywhere, if you every time you ride and you like like this, you know, <laughs> that chances are your city needs to fix that. So, uh, you know, even to drinking water. Right. I mean, you know, just there is a lot about your life in the city that you live in. Everybody loves repping their cities. Though so there are elected officials there that may or may not represent you. And people really need to pay attention to that. Wow. Thank you so much for explaining that. And so like, what are some of the ways that, you know, we as citizens can get involved with the local community? And what are some ways that the local government is helping to build community, especially in Coral Springs? Right. So, uh, you know, in general, you want to take a look at your city's website. Every city has a website. Every city has a link for people that are living there uh, to see what events are coming up, what you know, if there are committees to be a part of, uh, which I think is important to be a part of if you really care about your city, because committees, you know, those are the ones that are putting on events. You know, we have an MLK committee here in Coral Springs. We have a multicultural advisory committee and we have a financial advisory committee. We have I mean, we have so many different committees that you get to learn more about what's going on in your city, because at the end of the day, you pay taxes to your city. And I don't know about you, but that's free money. That's money you're giving the city. You want to make sure it's working, right? And it's doing things that that you need to do. Uh, you know, I'll say that you know, 
having the right people will get you the first Juneteenth event in city in the city's history. We had a Juneteenth event, um, our second one uh, this past year. Actually, our first one was last year, but we did it virtually. But we had a second one this year, and it was built like a jazz in the gardens. We had seven hundred people come. Uh, in a city where most folks don't usually think of Coral Springs as having a Juneteenth event. And we did. Uh, and so that's what happens is when you get connected to the folks and you elect the right local leaders to office, you start to see things that you want to see. You start to have things that you want to be a part of um, that maybe you wouldn't have been a part of before because just those folks that were there before, they don't know your life experience. They don't know anything about you. They're not going to provide things that you're used to. And it's not necessarily meaning that you know it's bad or anything like that but they don't know your life they don't have your experiences but when you elect folks that look like you and and have had lived experiences like you then you start to have things happen that will impact you and that will improve things for you where you live wow thank you so much man that's amazing you guys had juneteenth celebrations in carlsberg oh, yes sir oh yes sir that's, that's powerful bro. I, let, I let a swag surf off on the stage yeah absolutely <laughs> Bro, that's powerful, man. And so I know earlier on you said one of the opportunities that was presented to you was because of your frat brother, right? And so connections are very important, man. How important is relationships and networking in what you do? Oh, oh, oh I mean, relationships are you can make and break you. Mm. Uh, relationships are who you lean on sometimes. You know, people vouching for you and saying, hey, this person is this or this person is that. Relationships will put you in doors that you'll never know were there. You know, you might know someone that is friends with this person. I mean, I got I got to speak for uh, Kamala Harris before, when she was running for president at one of her fundraisers, and now I have pictures with a the first black woman, black vice president, hopefully first black woman president um, ever. You know, and and that's because I knew people and I built relationships with folks that plugged me in. That when I when I said hey. I pick up the phone and say, hey, I want to get involved with Kamala Harris. Those folks know who to, who to talk to. And next thing you know, I get a phone call saying, hey, are you coming to my fundraiser? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, who is this? And it's like, it's Senator Harris. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so relationships, man, are 100 percent important. And um, but also just being straight up with folks, like really being straight up with folks. Like, you know, there's a, a big congressional race going on right now in Central Broward. And there are a lot of people I know that are running and I know them and they've helped me in ways, but I could only endorse one of those candidates. And I had to be straight up with the other folks, like, you know, whether they liked it or not, I just had to be like, Hey, this is what it is. And, you know, people may not always like it. They may not always be happy with you, but they know where you stand. And I think in politics, people know where you stand and they don't have to worry about you flip flopping and all this stuff like that. And, they got to always look out for you. I ain't trying to live my life that way. I mostly just be chilling. That's what I tell people all the time. I mostly just be chilling. Um, I just want to do my work and vibe. So I just be straight up with folks. Absolutely, man. Do you see yourself running for any other, you know, offices later on in your in your career? God willing. God willing. Okay. I know you probably can't talk about that now, man. That's no, good. sir. Absolutely. No, sir. Absolutely, man. And, um. So you said you 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 said you was you was, you did you did a little acting. You were in a, you did drama and theater. I had a high school. It was in high school. That's because I'm a, I have a very expressive personality. You are you are. And you've seen that. I'm sure you saw that in the undergrad days. Absolutely. But... Did you see yourself doing any type of movies or any type of acting commercials? No, no movies, man. No <laughs> movies. But you know, I'm hoping I get famous enough to do some cameos. You know, or do something to parlay it into something else. You know. 
Maybe a talk show. I don't know. You know, I like doing that stuff. <laughs> definitely see with a talk show. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And, you know, one of the final questions I'm going to ask you, man, thank you so much. I value your time. I'm so grateful, man. Is one of the questions I like to ask all of my guests is what is their definition of success? And now, Josh, success can vary depending on where you are in life. It doesn't have to be monetary. It could be physical. It could be spiritual. It could be your relationships, right? How, what is your definition of success? My definition of success is being able to live comfortably. Um, I've always said I never wanted to be the wealthiest person. I don't want all that money Jeff Bezos have. And I'm not, you know, you know, the rappers love to say people that don't like money ain't got money. You know, I get that, <laughs> right? But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is I want to be in a place where I don't necessarily have to worry about my bills being paid or not paying a bill to pay another bill and then pay that extra on that later. You know, I, success to me is just being able to live comfortably and not be stressed by having to figure out how to make ends meet. Um, and so when I say that success could come at any kind of level, you don't have to be the wealthiest person. You don't have to have the access to the hottest cars and all that crap people see on social media. That's half the time fake anyway. Um, that's just people scamming and finessing. Uh, success is subjective. Success is personal. Um, but success is real. And it's what you define it as. Not by anyone else's means, but by your own. Where did you start? Where are you now? Where do you want to end up? That's success. Absolutely. That's amazing. Thank you, man. You know, man, in closing, man, like say there's a young, a young black man out there, young black boy, you know, He's working two jobs. He's helping raise his family. He's in school right now, and he feels like a lot's going on. He can't see. He doesn't know where his, what his purpose is. What are some words of wisdom that you can look back? Say you're talking to young, younger Josh, right? What are some words of wisdom that you would tell younger Josh? Right now, it may seem tough, but enjoy the small moments. Enjoy those moments of fun. Enjoy those random moments where you're hanging out with folks, where you get to take a break or you get to just – you know, relax for a second and blow off some steam. Enjoy those moments and know that there will always be a better day. There will absolutely be a better day. If you just keep at it, just keep plugging away, there will be a better day. This is not going to be the end for you. Absolutely, man. That was powerful and that was beautiful, brother. I and mean, I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with you once more. It's been a while. It's a pleasure. I see you I appreciate smiling. You, I'm sorry I was late, but I appreciate you, sir, still letting me come on and rock with you for a little bit. Absolutely, man. I'm grateful, man. Thank you so much for being my special guest for episode 57 of The Fly Noir, Mr. Simmons. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. All right. Have a good night, y'all. Have a good night, man.